What's up, everybody? This is Carmine Davis, and you are listening and watching The Carmine Davis Show. What the fuck is up? We have an amazing show lined up today. Um, some messy shit. But how was your week? We don't even talk anymore. Like, we don't even catch up. Like, how have you been? Any interesting tidbits, comment below. Let me know what's been going on with you. You know, we don't catch up no more. We don't talk no more. Like, what's up? Um, the beginning of the retrograde, bitch. And it has not disappointed so far. Um, what can we say? <laughs> I have, like, been locked out of my apartment. Um, I have been, like, I thought I had my clothes in a dryer trying to get somewhere. And, bitch, they were still wet kinds of like overnight so I had to rewash them kind of vibes and I was supposed to be there in like 15 minutes um what else have I happened my car just stopped working the other day and I was trying to get somewhere and I couldn't uber it's been a mess so far but um luckily you know the great thing about retrogrades is it kind of shows you um the truth about your situation you know I've had some really really great friends people have been patient with me because I've been patient with them before you know, so it's been actually really, 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 um, what I want to say, like eye-opening. And um, it's, it's really, really great to see who you, has your support during weird times. Because I'm usually always on. You know, if I'm, if I'm late, something's really, really going on. I try not to be, um, or at least I'm a few minutes late. Unless it's a social gathering, like, bitch, I got shit to do. You know, if you expect me to just be on time to come meet you at Los Rios and eat some chips, bitch, come on, come off of it. But let's get into the show. Um, y'all didn't come here just to see me. Before we do that, make sure you guys uh, follow, subscribe, like, and review this podcast. I don't do it for my health. Uh, smash that subscribe button. Smash that follow button. All the bells ring on the motherfuckers because... I think this is actually episode 100. If this is not episode 100, we're actually coming up on it. You know, come on. Like, you've been listening so far, stalking. This is episode four of the uh, the films podcast. You love me. You know it. You've been binge watching me. You've been sneak, you know, peeking me out like come on let's make let's make it official we ain't getting no younger babe we already talked about Lomo but let's make it official do what you gotta do okay this first hot topic is from Love B. Scott shout out to Love B. Scott uh Chloe confirms that her debut solo album will be self-titled um Chloe Bailey has a lot going on right now in an interview with Allure for the magazine's Melanin Edit issue. The 23-year-old multi-hyphenate uh opens up about her many works in progress including four on-screen roles such as a very hush-hush series Donald Glover is directing for Amazon and her um um debut solo album. Ever since Chloe Bailey dropped the video for her Bedeviling, Bootylicious debut solo single, Have Mercy fans have wanted a tinter hooks, want, waiting on her tinter hooks for more information on the solo album that she promised was sure to follow. While de- details on that overall project have been scant until now, in an interview with Allure, she confirms that the title, at least, um, is Chloe. 
as befits a solo album from a performer who was o- was until recently part of a sister act. It'll be titled Chloe. She also shared some details of the writing process, which she previously said was ninety percent done. Um, speaking on her on how her writing process, which began in 2020 during the COVID-19 lockdowns, has changed. She said, music saved me. I was at a low chain, a low moment where I felt lost. Like, I didn't have any sense of who I was. This was, she admitted, a result of separation anxiety as her sibling and musical partner, Haley, was in London to film Disney's live-action reboot of The Little Mermaid and couldn't return to the States due to COVID restrictions. In the beginning, you can tell that the person who was singing is like a bird with broken wings. As time went on, you can hear me finding my strength and confidence. I didn't want to lose that story as I pieced the songs together. Since then, um, she has released both Have Mercy and the follow-up, the equally erotic Treat Me, and said that the album was influenced by artists such as Emojini Heap, and Khalees, Amagin Heap, I don't know who that is. Um, meanwhile, she remains busy uh, with at least four screen roles, including one in a project, um, one a project Donald Glover has been shooting for, Amazon co-starring Snowfall's Damson Idris and Dominique Fishback from Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, when Chloe will have time to also promote an album and all of this is beyond me but that's why she's a star and I'm just writing about her and that's why I'm just kind of over her I think I'm sorry y'all mom Ugh. Okay, I still look okay. can you see this eye is like red honey oh Lord, retrograde shit. Like, come on. Come off of it. Like, I don't have time. So I'm just going to kind of lean this way. Um, When it comes to Chloe, like, I'm not that big of a fan. <laughs> I think Chloe is just literally doing too much. And I feel like everything has just been a cry for help. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, I like Treat Me. Um, I like... The music that she has, Have Mercy, these songs stay, like, I won't lie, like, I wasn't feeling Have Mercy at first, and then all of a sudden it was, like, my top play song for, like, ever, and, um, because it was, like, I love how it was, like, a chant, like, I don't know, I love music like that, I'm actually working on my own song, and it reminds me, there's a part in it where it's sort of like that, and, um, but Chloe just gives me, ever since she did that video where she was, um, dancing to the uh, Jeremiah song like it just gives me like cry for help vibes like I feel like Chloe is not well I think the pandemic really did um, kind of shake her up a little bit but I gotta be honest about the whole thing I don't like it I think people somebody needs to go get Chloe like we need to really check in on her and be honest with her because I love, now my favorite artists, and even me, like, I believe in sexual liberation. My favorite artists were, is Britney Spears, Janet Jackson, Christina Aguilera, um, all these pop women who found um, their sexuality um, and and burst it out. But I feel like there's a difference between um, what they were doing and what Chloe is doing. I think Chloe is kind of trying to fulfill a void opposed to expressing herself 
um, maybe even trying to separate her from her sister because her sister um, kind of got thrusted and like yanked from her in such a this is going to be huge for Haley, like, or Holly. How, how do you pronounce her? Holly? Haley? Haley Bailey? Haley Bailey? Holly Bailey? I don't know. But um, this is going to be huge for them. And then just to think about how it just kind of, they kind of split. Like, I know that they're still technically a group, but let's be honest. The way that they split up was very strange. They had just released um, Ungodly Hour, which was their best music. Like, Do It was their biggest song, but they had not peaked yet. Like, we have to be honest. Like, Black Twitter loved them. You know, we loved them. I've loved Chloe and Bailey since my ex put me onto them um, back in 2019. I loved The Kids Are All Right, and I loved Ungali Hour. But it just did not give me, even the way that that album was rolling out, like, I know the pandemic had something to do with it. But just to finish, like, it just felt like it was they didn't even get to where a place where they could separate. It almost felt like a vehicle like that, that um, their rise in um, the, as the group was kind of a catalyst for their two solo projects opposed to a catalyst. Like almost like they did this to separate themselves. Like they took the, but they were waiting on that hit. All right, bitch, we, we out. You know what I mean? Like, we finally got a little hit. Let's separate. You know what I'm saying? And and I felt like that was really, really weird. The timing is off. I think Chloe's behavior is giving me cancer on a tangent vibes. If you um, believe in the Zodiac and astrology, which I'm like, if you listen to this, you better. like. But I think she is definitely, like, a lost, a, a lost low-vibrating cancer right now. Like, I think she's she's obviously drunk a lot of the times. Like, she is um, behaving kind of erot- erratically. Her behavior, her choices, um, the music video, it seems like a lot of it was a cry for help. And I feel like she's got a great team around her. But you can tell she's trying to actively separate herself. It feels like she's trying to give the illusion that she is leaving, but in reality, she was left. And I don't think she knows how to deal with it. This is just my... My opinion um, from a person who don't see these bitches nowhere but Instagram. I don't know these hoes. Um, but from the behavior, and even when they, like, talk or when they tend to have, like, these Instagram, like, the, these Instagram lives, it just, I'm sorry, I have to check. Okay. Um, it's giving... Uh, let's go along to get along. Like it's giving, um, their, their conversations kind of don't come out of like kind of cease and stop. I'm starting cease in a group chat like that involves their assistance or something like that. Like when they're going to finish up projects that they were, um, committed to when they were a group, but to end, we have to be honest, the way that they've ended two albums in, um, with no kind of sign that they were, I felt like it's giving that they are forced to go solo, or she's going solo with a point to prove. Four movies and an album, like it seems like she's trying to do busy work to kind of compensate so she doesn't get lost in that whole little mermaid um, thing, like leave before she's left. Because this is going to be big for Haley. Like, she's going to be the little mermaid to this whole new generation. Like, she's not going to be 
Haley from Chloe and Haley, she's going to be the Little Mermaid, who also was in a group with her sister before she became a Disney princess. Like, it's, I don't know, it's giving Chloe is, won't, has to deal with that reality, but she's doing it in a way that's kind of spinning. I don't know. Comment if you understand where I'm coming from. Like, it's, and I know we don't talk about it. People want to support, we want to support them. You know, this is a black woman uh, stand account. You know, I love it. I'm pro, but we have to be real. I believe in calling a spade a spade. Chloe is very much giving me um, spiral. It's giving spiral. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's it's giving, I'm about to work myself to death. I'm about to come in pussy first. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Um, and not really much, especially the kind of music that she's doing does not... I don't know. I didn't give me... I'm very shocked by the music that they're doing, or she's doing. I I didn't know Chloe talked like that. And that, that could be the maybe the shocker, why I feel like... But it almost is giving me too much too soon. It's giving me cry for help. I'm going to be honest. It's giving me cry for help. It's giving me... Um, even her performances and how it just kind of feels like she's somebody is pushing her out there quickly, fast, and in a hurry. Chloe, 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 let's make this about Chloe. Like, it's giving, like, like Haley's over here, and she's coming, and then we need to hurry up and get Chloe there. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, like their team, like, Chloe's team is trying to get her above Haley, this whole Haley drop, like, before, before she gets lost in the sauce. Does that make any sense? Like, it, it just feels very strategic to me, but it also feels manic. Do you get what I'm saying? Comment below. Comment below and or or tweet me, um, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis, uh, Twitter.com slash Carmine Davis. Um, I'm going to do the Twitter poll for, for Chloe. Like, uh, do you feel like Chloe Bailey um, is okay? Like, are we, can we be honest? Like, or... Like, I don't know. Read the Twitter poll. I don't know exactly how I'm going to word it yet. But <laughs> click the link um, in the description box or um, tap in with me on Twitter.com slash Carmine Davis. It's giving manic. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to hold you. Um, I just think that it's weird. This whole Chloe rollout has been manic and, and strange. Even the dating and all that. Like, it just... I don't know. It's it's, and it feels tit for tat, like even her relationship with Gunna after Haley, you know, was with the DDG or whatever that boy's name is. Like it just feels tit for tat. Now it could totally be what it is and what it seems. You know, I'm not even gonna hold y'all. This is some strategic manic shit. Uh, but let's move on to some more strategic. I mean, some more manic, unstrategic shit. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. Wendy Williams. This is from lovebyscott.com. Uh, Wendy Williams is reporting, uh, reportedly eyeing a $100 million podcast deal. Now, forgive me in advance. As you can see, like, my mascara and everything is, like, fucking up. This is going to be completely different for me. I haven't, put like, a, had a beat, like, since last week. Like, I don't 
wear makeup every day anymore. If you've been following me for years, um, you know that beauty and all that was kind of like my thing on Instagram or like the look or whatever. I used to beat every day, like a light beat, a casual beat. But I don't, ever since the pandemic, I have not, I don't wear, I barely, I just wear sunscreen and skincare. And, um, so my eyes are not liking this mascara. It is, it's a gold hourglass, but my eyes are not liking it. It could be the, the, um, it could be the lash primer. Um, it's a L'Oreal lash primer. So it could just not be like, now. too much shit is in my fucking eye. But again, uh, Wendy Williams is reportedly eyeing a $100, $100 million, $100. <laughs> that sounds like, that sounds more like it. Uh, Wendy Williams is reportedly eyeing a $100 million podcast deal. This is from lovebyscott.com. Wendy Williams' return to television may be up in the air, but according to a new report, she's in talk to deliver a different type of daily show, a podcast. Multiple sources reveal that um, to The Sun that Wendy, 57, has had podcast offers on the table for months, but one source suggested that iHeartRadio and Spotify are being eyed as potential new homes for her, new, for her namesake talk show brand. Um, the former daytime diva would be going back to her radio roots if a deal comes to fruition, as Wendy watchers know she first cut her teeth as a New York Disney radio DJ. As one source chose, clo- as one source close to Wendy explained, she sees Joe Rogan has a $100 million podcast deal, and now she wants that kind of money. After taking a leave of absence from her um, um, daytime talk show, Wendy is a hard sell, the insiders claim. The other issue, wait, wait, Wendy is a hard sell. Um, after taking a leave of absence from her eponym, after taking a leave of absence from her daytime talk show, Wendy is a hard sell, the insiders claimed. The people at iHeart don't like the controversy, don't like controversy, so the best place for her is Spotify. They like the wild cards, but even at Spotify, they don't give you the money um, they don't give you um, the the people at iHeartRadio God, stop moving the people at iHeartRadio like controversy so I'm never gonna get this fucking done oh my god this fucking retrograde is killing me okay The people at iHeart don't like controversy, so the best place for her is Spotify. They like the wild cards, but even at Spotify, they don't give you the money unless you prove on yourself first. And Wendy wants money up front. The other issue the source added in industry is industry insiders just don't know if she can be trusted to deliver a daily show or a weekly show. Over the weekend, fans expressed concerns after Wendy appeared on a, on a rambling Instagram live interview with rapper Fat Joe. I have not heard about this. Um, Joe, who has been among several rotating... Joe, who has been among several rotating guest hosts in Wendy's absence, asked her why she was no longer the Wendy Williams show, to which she replied, it was because somebody stopped giving me my money. 
While Wendy is still battling the the bank for control over her accounts, she has been absent from her daily time talk show for several months now. Um, several months before the fight with her, the famous bank, Wendy losing her TV show. While Wendy is still battling the bank for control of her monies, she has been absent from her daytime talk show for several months leading up to the fight with the famous bank. Um, While Wendy is battling the bank for control of her accounts, she has been absent from her daytime talk show for several months leading up to the fight with the famous bank. Wendy losing her TV show and her battle with Wells Fargo does not appear to be connected. No shit. Um, Another source close to Wendy told the Sun that while there are podcast offers on the table, she has been um, adamant she wants her TV show back. Joe asked Wendy about her replacement, Sherry Shepard, to which she said, I won't be watching her because I know... um, I know what she's going to be doing, and that's really not my thing. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, but I love being on my show, and I love that people love to watch it, you know, all the time. After the interview, her fans shared their concern on social media with one writing on YouTube. I really feel for her. I feel she shouldn't have been interviewed yet. I hope and pray things get better. Another added, honestly, this was tremendously painful to watch. Try to get through, follow, and understand. We'll see what happens. I told y'all. I told y'all. Um, I'm sorry to go through that. It was like this weird ad bouncing up and down, and I can barely see with these lights in my eyes. It's retrograde shit. <laughs> um, retrograde fun. It's just retrograde fun. Um but I told y'all last season, Wendy was not okay. And she's not been okay for a while. Um, and Wendy is in denial. Again, manic and un, uh, uh, it's like there's no strategy going on with Wendy, unfortunately. I think she is, I don't know who's over there. I think, I think people are done fucking with her because she really did have a great platform. She kind of was sort of thrusted there, you know, because of her controversy and the way she did things, the type of TV that she did. It was controversy that got her there, but it was her her addiction and her mental state that took it all away. And it also caused her to turn on people, people to turn on her, people not really fucking with her like like that, excuse me. Like, people are not okay with this whole Wendy Williams thing. She cost a lot of people a lot of money, all because she couldn't get her shit together. And I think it's like uh, my friend Caitlin said on the season finale of last um, of the Carmine Davis show uh, last season about how it was it's, it's karma. It, it's she she was said some filthy, horrible things about a lot of people, like reporting the news, giving your opinion, boom, bam, bam. That's what I do. But Wendy, it seemed very dark. Wendy went places that. I'm not sure. You have to have a spirit 
to go. And I, even her life, like, Wendy, I don't think anything, let's be real, I don't think there is much positive about Wendy in her life. It was besides her bank account, and then that got taken away. So I do feel like we need to, I'm soliciting the prayer warriors for Wendy. We need to uh, pray he has his arms around her because in reality, like, and then the fact that she's just talking and saying nonsense about her coming back to TV, like she has some deal on the table. It was strange. Like it was, it, it's giving manic. It's giving depression. It's giving paddy wagon. Um, it's giving somebody called the doctor. This motherfucking thing is serious. No Gwen Stefani. Like this is, this shit is serious. Like, and I, I think we're watching Wendy um, spiral, and I feel like nobody's helping her one or two reasons because, one, she's a black woman, so people assume that she's going to be all right. You know, we hope that she's going to be all right. And even, like, I, I've, I've checked Twitter, and the vibe that everyone's getting off of Twitter is, oh, you know, oh, Wendy crazy. You know, she'll be all right. You know, oh, Wendy, oh, she's getting a show. She says she got a show. You know, she says she's coming back. Come on. Wendy has not been okay for a very long time. I think ever since that man, that whole that whole situation with that man, her ex fiance or her ex husband Kevin, and what's so sad is it reminds me a little bit of Britney Spears vibes, um, but I think that honestly I feel like Britney should have been free and Wendy should get a conservator um, because one I think Kevin was kind of her conservator you know in a, in a way like sure he cheated on her and, and shitted on her but in reality Wendy was probably not emotionally or mentally a wife like come like I think Wendy what used to would kill me about her on the show was that she would come and make it seem like all weekend she was cooking and cleaning and playing housewife but you know she was in that motherfucking room dark sniffing coke you know what I mean like she made it she was getting things together for um, her baby's school. That motherfucker don't know you, Wendy. You know, you were following Kevin around and looking for Kevin and all that. Like, come on. Like, it was almost as if she wanted us to believe that she was this perfect housewife at home. But she was living foul. She's been living foul for a very long time. Her lifestyle um, is foul. Like, the people who, that's why she projected so much of it on the people on her show you know what i'm saying like wendy gave me that kevin rolled her in there pulled her out sedated her ass and kept her fresh until tomorrow like the next day like it gave me you know let's put wendy on ice chill her out keep her sedated till four o'clock in the morning feed wendy um get her what she needs you know i am let's put her in front of those cameras and let's make magic happen we're collecting the money was rolling in there was a lot of red flags about wendy's behavior burping and shit like that and all that horrible shit she would just be wishing somebody would die honey like 
she just went too damn far. A lot of the times you could tell that Wendy was not there. And people, nobody ever checked Wendy. Nobody came to her rescue and be like, girl, you know, did you have to say that? Or there's a more clever way of saying it than saying, I don't know. And I think it didn't matter to anybody because there was money involved. There was money made. Everybody was getting paid. So it didn't really matter to anybody. And now that nobody's getting paid, now everybody's not afraid to keep it real about Wendy or not protect her anymore. And I think that that's what's going on. Wendy's at home with her phone and whatever else Wendy's doing. And she's talking to people and talking crazy, tweeting, interviewing with people and crying out for help. But we're going to pray for her. I told, Like, prayer warrior, saints, I'm calling on you. Like, baby, we need to wrap Wendy tight. Tight. Because Wendy don't, I mean, like, to be honest, the show and her money was the only thing Wendy really had to live for. Is that harsh? Like, is that harsh? I don't want to be mean. Like, but it, I'm just being honest. Like, I don't know. Comment below. Let me know what you think. Was that too far? Like, do you feel like Wendy is spiraling? Comment. Let me know. Like, uh, am I reading too much into this? Have we just been letting it slide so long? Is it obvious? Um, What's going on? Comment below. Let me know what you guys think. Tap in with me and make sure if you're just tuning into this podcast, make sure you follow, subscribe, rate, and like this show. I don't do this shit for my health. Five stars because I'm a five-star bitch. Thumbs up on YouTube. Do all that shit, you know, simultaneously. Um, If you're watching the show, click the link in the description to listen to it on the go. Or if you are listening, make sure you click the link in the description to put me on your tizube. Because this face belongs on the tizube. Like, what's up? Um, Let's move on. Um, Again, praying for Wendy, honey, because it's not looking good. I want to talk about what we've been talking about all week. Oh. Jesse Williams. Um, again, this is from lovebscott.com. Shout out for, to lovebscott.com. Uh, Take Me Out installs infrared camera system after Jesse Williams' nude scene leaked. Uh, the Broadway theater where Jesse Williams' nude scene was leaked is enhancing the security system. People can confirm that the Helen Hayes Theater, home to the Take Me Out revival, has installed a new infrared camera system facing the audience so that the venue security team can monitor any would-be phone users during the show. Uh, the update comes after an, an attendee illicitly recorded and posted new footage of Williams 40 to Twitter on Monday. The same day, the Grey's Anatomy um, alum was nominated for a Tony Award for his role as gay baseball player in the Richard Greenberg play. Much of the Tony Award winning piece is set in a locker room and the actors go full frontal during a shower scene. The New Yorker, the New York Times reported that the direct detection system was installed Wednesday and violators may be asked to leave the theater or delete any um, footage Uh, that they've recorded. Peter Dean, director of production for Second Stage, said organizers were considering whether or not the show should be stopped, if a phone is detected in the crowd or not. This will allow us to focus on an audience member who looks like they're doing something suspicious and assess whether they're just going through a purse to get a breath mint or pulling out a phone, Dean told the paper. 
Second Stage Theater, who is producing the play, uh, responded to the video leak in a Tuesday statement stressing that attendees were aware of the theater company's phone-free policy with locked phone cases at all performances for Take Me Out. Um, it remains unclear if the offender got their phone out of the lot case or managed to sneak it in the show. We are appalled that this policy has been violated and unauthorized footage of our acting company has been posted. It is deeply unfortunate that one audience member chose to disrespect the production, um, their, fe- their fellow audience members, and most importantly, the cast in this manner. Taking naked pictures of anyone without their consent is highly objectable. I'm objectionable and can have several legal consequences, the statement said. Posting it on the internet is a gross and unacceptable violation of trust between the actor and the audience forged in the theater community. Second Stage added that it is expanding its staff to help enforce the phone policy and was working to get the posts um, of Williams pulled from the web. The Actors um, Equity Association also denounced the audience member who defied the rules protecting the safe space of the theater setting. We condemn in the strongest possible terms the creation and distribution of photographs and videos of our members during a nude scene, Kate Schindel, president of Actors' Equity Association, said in a statement. As actors, we regularly agree to be vulnerable on stage in order to tell difficult and challenging stories. This does not mean that we agree to have those vulnerable moments widely shared by anyone who feels like sneaking a recording device into the theater. While appearing on Watch What Happens Live Monday, Williams spoke about the situation with host Andy Cohen. Um, When asked by Cohen about stripping down in front of the audience every night, the actor replied, everyone around me was going, are you serious? Are you sure? Nude, nude, naked? And everybody makes such a big deal. It's a body. Once you see it, you realize whatever, it's a body. I just have to make... Um, I just have to not make it that big of a deal. Williams has made no further comment regarding the new legal and social media accounts. Um, It's too late now. Well, I mean, shit, the new spoke for itself baby you know like let's keep it real like jessica has nothing to be ashamed of um that body was everything he looked good the dick looked good um i I don't know what to tell you i'm gonna try to (laughs) i can't post it on here on youtube or whatever maybe i can give you a little linky link in a description box um i'm not totally sure if i if i got the time to find it honey i'm already behind schedule but you know, retrograde shit. But, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I think Jesse Williams uh, is kind of crazy for actually even doing a show like that. Um, doing like a new, I don't know if that's like, may, it, sh- it could be a common thing. I am a thespian, honey, a child thespian. Um, a stage actor, I've done my share, you know, but I just don't know how I would have felt about being such a, like, a prominent actor like Jesse Williams and thinking that I could get on stage being nude every night and thinking that nobody would, it wouldn't leak. Like, that doesn't sound logical. And anybody who um, is in management, PR, or anything would have let him know that. I think that is pretty obvious that that's the odds of that are very unlikely you know what i'm saying like so there has to have been a thought in jesse's mind that this would be shared they somebody's mind around him maybe not jesse but maybe his team somebody should have plans for this but i'm sure it's not hurting the ticket sales because i don't want to go see the motherfucker oh 
Jesse, <laughs> the mic kind of moved. <laughs> I'm like, calm down, baby. Calm down. <laughs> Jesse. Uh, it's been a it's been a little bit for me. It's been like a couple of weeks since I gotten some. So maybe after I like bust a nut, I will be able to go back and look at the Jesse Williams video and the and the photo and give y'all a clearer account of it. Um but right now I don't see nothing wrong with it. Amen. God created that man, and he is perfect the way he is. Um, honestly, I vote to just, I think it sh- the phone should actually unlock themselves right before Jesse um, comes out of that shower, and everybody should be able to see it because that man was so beautiful. Jesse's got a beautiful spirit, and you know I'm a spirit first type of person. I'm attracted to spirit. That motherfucker could be wide is all outside or skinny mini and if you got a spirit like and about issues and has a stance on social issues and all, oh my god I'm already pitching a tent and holding a wedding you know what I'm saying like what do you need Jesse like front or back that's vulgar and it's crass and we don't do that on the show. But wherever you want me, Jesse, I got you. But, you know, I'm not going to pretend like he's not yelling Black Lives Matter and saying all this stuff about black women and has a white, had a white wife. You know, but I'm a, I can look past that. You know, if I just stop talking to every nigga or stop fantasizing about every nigga who has a white wife, like, who would I fantasize about? Two chains? You know what I mean? Which I do. Sometimes, you know, two chains look like he's throwing. Two chains look like he is throwing. Like two chains look like two tons of dick. You know, but sorry, heteros, you know, my hetero f- listeners. You should be used to it. Trigger warning, like you should be used to it. But that's the show. I'm hungry. Um Make sure you guys comment below about the Jesse Williams situation. Did you see the nudes? Did they Twitter snatch it down before you got to it? Um, and what do you think? Do you feel like Jesse has anything to be proud, like ashamed of? Do you feel like this is what he gets for choosing a role of this nature? I'm sorry, I'm still titillated. Jumping for Jesse, I guess. Um... But comment below and let me know what you think. You know, I'm sorry. I'm being crass. Um, But that's the show. I'm hungry now and I need to do something. I love (laughs) y'all. I love y'all and um, I will see y'all next week. If you're on YouTube, make sure you guys, this is episode four, make sure you guys watch, is it here, here, one of these, watch, catch up, catch up on the show, I think it's Chia, I want to say it's here, catch up on the show, make sure you guys tune in and and give us some views, comments on the other shows, and I will see y'all next week, bye.
Hoes ain't fucking with Dolly. Are you serious? I have to re-record that. This is a mess. Like, oh my God, this retrograde is a bitch.
What's up, everybody? This is Carmine Davis, and you are listening and watching The Carmine Davis Show. What the fuck is up, bitch? A lot has been going on. A lot has been going on, honey. Like, come on, sit down, take a load off. It's the retrograde. It's the motherfucking retrograde, and things have just been wonky as fuck. Like, nothing. I mean, like, you know, normally I get a little, my retrogrades usually are pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really have too much going awry during my um, retro season. But, man, like, I've been late a million times to everything. Clothes have been ripping. Um, Shit has been fucking up technology has been the worst i had to this is the second time i've had to record the show and normally i'm a one take wonder i usually just kind of record it and give it a live kind of idea to it um but i had to record the show because i was filming for 30 40 minutes right and it was upside down or something like tilted like it was it's been a mess so this is the second time i'm recording the show (laughs) <laughs> just a heads up um but it's all good baby baby like we're gonna do this motherfucking thing um how was your week has the retrograde affected you at all tap in with me comment below let me know how's your uh, week so far has been even belching like oh my god like my eyes are like burning uh from this mascara i think this is hourglass that i'm wearing but it's a l'oreal lash primer and i feel like my eyes are like so heavy i never wear like mascara like daily like i used to um since the pandemic so like i only probably beat my face once a week and it's for the show (sighs) i'm over it but let's just hop into it um before we do uh this shirt is um from lovey's not lovey's guy let's just hop into the show before we do um this letting y'all know that this hoodie is from fashion nova this is another necklace from kenny the hippie my friend kenny um he did an awesome job it's a citrine um and this is the pirate ring that he gave me both wrapped in chrome so i think that this is going to help me with this retrograde i probably need him to recharm this do whatever because honey like it's been some shit going down but let's hop into the show um this is from lovebyscott.com uh, shout out to lovebyscott.com. Chloe confirms that her debut solo album will be self-titled. Chloe Bailey has a lot going on right now, and in an interview with Allure for the magazine's Melanin Edit issue, the 23-year-old multi-hyphenate opens up about her many works in progress, including four on-screen roles, such as a very hush-hush ser- series Donald Glover is directing for Amazon and her um, debut solo album. Ever since Chloe Bailey dropped the video for her bedeviling Bootylicious uh, debut solo single, Have Mercy, fans have waited on tender hooks for more information on the solo album that she promised was sure to follow. While details on the overall project has been have been scant until now, in an interview with Allure, she confirms that the title at, the confirms the title at last as um, befits a solo album from a performer who was until recently. A part of a sister act, it'll be titled Chloe. She also shared some details of the writing process, which she previously said was 90% done. 
Um, speaking on how her writing process, which began in 2020 during the COVID-19 lockdowns, has changed, she said, music saved me. I was at a low moment where I felt lost. Like, I didn't have any sense of who I was. This was, she, this was, she admitted, a result of separation anxiety as she, her sibling and musical partner Haley was in London to film Disney's live-action reboot of The Little Mermaid and couldn't return to the United States due to COVID-19 restrictions. In the beginning, you can tell there um, was a person who was singing um, was like a bird with broken wings. As time went on, you can hear me finding my strength and confidence. I, don't, I didn't want to lose that story as I pieced these songs together. Um, since then, she has re- released both Have Mercy and the follow-up, the equally erotic Treat Me, and said that the album was influenced by artists um, such as Khalees. Meanwhile, she's remained busy with at least four screen roles, including one in a project um, Donald Glover has been shooting for, Amazon co-starring Snowfall's Damson Idris and Dominique Fishback from Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, when Chloe will have the time to also promote an album and all of this is beyond me, but that's why she's a star and we're just talking about her, honey. Um, I'm going to be honest about this whole Chloe situation and I want to choose my words carefully because mental health um, is um, mental health issues are real and it's not a joke, but I think it's pretty funny that all of this kind of started happening when Haley joined The Little Mermaid. Like, think about it. Like, they were showing no signs of breaking up. There was no talks of a one day we'll go solo. All of a sudden, Chloe, I mean, Haley gets this role and she's stuck in London. Y'all just stopped. Y'all had just released an album, re released it, and y'all got a hit for the first time. Y'all were. Y'all had so much steam behind y'all. It was like y'all were going up there. And then Haley was like, oh, I want to work. I got cast as Ariel for The Little Mermaid. And then all of a sudden, Chloe has been on the come up. Um, or like the, she's been scratching to me. It's giving very much sibling rivalry. Whether we want to admit it or not, these people are human. Um, They have a spirit. Uh, They've been together for a long time. They have spirits, I'm sorry. And I feel like um, they are giving very much sibling rivalry. I feel like whether Chloe... Chloe's been showing signs of mental unrest since she released that um, video of her dancing with Jeremiah or whatever, uh, to Jeremiah's song all the time, which I love. I loved everything she's done, except I feel like she's forcing it. I feel like there is a fire under her for some odd reason. It doesn't feel natural. It feels like something is fueling her. She has something going on where she wants to kind of get ahead of something. Four film roles and an album is a lot for anybody to do and it just feels like she's trying to um work it away but that just made her little sadder um you know <laughs> I, it's giving cranes in the sky vibes like i'm not gonna lie like chloe seems like she's manic even in like interview like things she's doing she's over hype like sexualizing herself and it's not it doesn't seem sincere 
Like, we're okay with you sexualizing yourself. My favorite artists are Britney Spears, Janet Jackson, um, Christina Aguilera. Like, they were hypersexual women, but it felt like they were in control of it, not it being in control of them. Chloe has been performing and, and a little erratic to me. Like, it's giving, and like, why is that your selling point? Is it because you're, you want to separate yourself from your sister? Um, is it that you're upset with something? Like, it's giving, and then it seems like they're running and running and running. Like, when Haley announces something or her team announces something, it seems like Chloe has to announce two things, like, shortly after to prove that she is just as important. Like, where did all of this, when did you start wanting to do this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm very um, Carmen to Mama Joyce from Real Housewives about it. When did you want to start doing all this? Like, when did you start wanting to pop your pussy in a box on a chair? Like, when did you start wanting to do that? Like, they were just fine. Ungali Hour, it felt like they were not done releasing Ungali Hour or done releasing music. It didn't give me, this is our last album together. Not that I'm saying it is, but their actions are giving me that we're done. Um, they show no signs. I feel like they, they, they don't really seem like they communicate much outside of a live or a um, prior engagement. Like maybe they perform because something that they were um, and they were supposed to do when they were together. But it's even when they're together and, and photos... I don't know. It's just a spirit behind it, and I can't ignore it. I can't shake it. I don't believe Haley is 100% okay with everything they're doing. I feel like when that video, Treat Me video dropped, I know Haley was looking at the phone. Her mama was calling her. She's like, I know. I know. I don't know. I don't know, mama. I don't know. It gave me very much, I don't know. You know, we got to... She says she's fine, you know, like, I don't know, mama, I don't know, how you doing, you know, well, maybe you should just call her, or she ain't talking to me about it, she says she's fine, and she ain't mad, and, you know, it's giving, and she's a cancer, so I definitely feel like she's coping and using sex, alcohol, and all these things to cope with the fact that, and overworking, like, proving herself Worthy. In reality, I feel like she's just going to keep going and doing crazy things, and it's it's giving manic. And since every time she does something, we yes, Chloe, pop your pussy on a on a chair, but we're not asking her is she okay. Like why? Why are you doing this? Because I want to, and it's my body. Says every hoe who prostituting themselves. You know what I mean? Like before the. <laughs> Every hole in the street say it's their body, and they do what they want with it. You know what I'm saying? It don't mean that they still don't need someone to, are you sure, girl? You know, are you sure you're okay? Like, friend check, you you good? You know what I mean? Because Haley can't do shit with her. You know Haley can't. She is not trying to hear that shit from Haley. She is not trying to hear that from Little Miss Mermaid. At all. Do you get what I'm saying? Tap in with me. That's going to be this week's Twitter poll. Uh, make sure you guys look at the link in the description box to tap in on this Twitter poll. What's going to eat in Chloe? You know what I mean? Like, we, I, I, maybe I'm reading into it too much. Maybe she is giving and it's not manic. It's giving, she's giving me um, manic and strategic. 
Um, she's giving um, uh, heartbroken and working. You know what I mean? Like, it's giving. And we've all been there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I love to be a fly on the wall at Haley's house when that, that video dropped to treat me. I know she, because you know she didn't get a tip off because they don't talk. Like, let's be real. Like, they're not talking like that. Like, it's, you know, group message, maybe a family group chat. Chloe wanna, Chloe responding two or three hours later to prove that she booked and busy. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And if you have siblings, you know what I'm talking about. And, like, you, when you're close to them or a friend, like, when you have a best friend or a cancer in your life, do you know any cancers? Cancer women who are not happy. Like, this is how they behave for the most part. Like, I don't know. If you're into astrology, you know, you probably pick up what I'm talking about. I could be completely wrong. I don't think I am, though. Uh, but in speak, let's move on. Uh Speaking of, uh, make sure you guys type in on the Twitter poll, twitter.com slash Carmine Davis, um, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis Show. Follow me on all the socials. Click the link in the description box, Snapchat, all that. Tap in with me. But we're going to move on. Um, like, speaking of manic, Wendy Williams is back again. Uh, from lovebyscott.com, Wendy Williams is reportedly on a $100 million podcast deal. Um, Wendy Williams returns to television. Re- Wendy Williams's return to television may be up in the air, but according to a new report, she is in talks to deliver a different type of daily show, a podcast. Multiple sources revealed to The Sun that Wendy57 has had a podcast offer on the table for months. But not one source suggested that iHeartRadio and Spotify are being eyed as potential new homes for her namesake talk show brand. The former daytime diva would be going back to her radio show roots if a deal comes to fruition. As Wendy watchers know, she first cut her teeth as a New York City DJ. As one as a radio DJ, as one source close to Wendy explained, she sees Joe Rogan has a one hundred million dollar podcast deal, and now she wants that kind of money. After taking a leave of absence from her um, daytime talk show, Wendy is a hard sell. The insiders claim the people at iHeart don't like controversy, so the best place for her is Spotify. They like the wild cards, but even at Spotify, they don't want to give her uh, money unless she can prove herself first. And Wendy wants the money up front uh the other issue the source added is industry insiders just don't know if she can be trusted to deliver a daily show or a weekly show over the weekend fans expressed concern after wendy appeared on a rambling instagram live interview with rapper fat joe joe who has been among several rotating guest hosts in wendy's absence asked her why she has no longer why she was no longer the wendy williams show to which she replied it was because somebody stopped giving me my money girl uh while wendy is still battling the bank for control over her accounts she had been absent from her daytime talk show for several months leading up to the fight um, she has the infamous bank. Wendy losing her TV show and her battle with Wells Fargo does not appear to be connected. Uh, another source close to Wendy told The Sun that while there are podcast offers on the table, she has been adamant she wants her TV show back. Joe asked Wendy about her replacement, Sherry Shepard, to which she said, I won't 
uh, be watching her because I know what she's going to be doing and that's really not my thing. You know what I'm saying anyway, but I love being on my show, on my own show, and I love the people love to watch it, you know, all the time. After the interview, her fans shared their concern on social media while one writing on YouTube, I really feel for her. I feel she shouldn't have been interviewed yet. I hope and pray things um, get better. Another added, honestly, this was tremendously painful to watch. Try to get through, follow, and understand uh we'll see what happens another um concerning cancer i wendy williams is a cancer as well and one thing about them is that they when they get to that point they will convince everybody that they're fine like you know what i'm saying like and it's it's wendy i like i said we talked about this on the season finale with squat kaylin with squat bay um about how i said that wendy has not been fine for a while i told y'all i told you motherfuckers i told y'all something is not right with wendy wendy is on that shit again um and we really need to solicit the prayer warriors you know i'll drop to my knees and say a prayer honey um lord uh father god um i come to you humbly lord for real and ask for you to wrap your arms around Wendy Williams. Lord, smack that crack pipe out of her hand, Father God. That drink, be gone, Father God. Like, just get rid of it. Diminish it. Her need, her, her, her want for substances that does not serve her, Father God. I don't, I, amen, I don't. <laughs> I'm not being funny. Like, for real. Like, Wendy has been and like it's giving she needs a conservator like and i feel like she has not been right since kevin has left who was technically her conservator and like she was upset about the cheating allegations even the way she handled that delusion it's giving delusion like she wanted us to believe that everything was fine she probably didn't know no way eat no how because think about it when do we see wendy outside of the wendy williams show she was always looking ragged tired drugged up like you can't I feel like they 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 pinned Whitney up, wound her up and threw her out there for an hour a day, tied her back up, took her home, kept her um um uh, kept her okay and and well until the next morning until it was time to do it over again and there was the money coming in. You know, she probably didn't see none of it. Kevin had a whole other life because she was not well. Not necessarily because he didn't love her, but because they probably have not been a thing for a very long time. Like, when you're dating and married to someone who has mental health issues or something like that, like, you could check out a long time ago. Like, I think Kevin checked out from her a long time ago. And I think that Wendy was embarrassed. I think Wendy was had to do something about it. She she probably had no idea. Like even the things that Wendy would say on her show, like when she like what they were do what she was doing the weekend um before that bitch would make it seem like she was super mom or super nanny and that motherfucker cleaning and I, I was cooking and I was clean watching TV and all this bullshit. Wendy was sedated, honey, at the house. I'm I'm sorry. Y'all know my heart. Like I'm not trying to be funny. See the light, honey. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be funny. Wendy has not been okay for a very long time. And then as soon as Kevin left the picture, things got 
weird very fast. Um, she wanted to put on a strong front, but and I, I kind of don't feel bad. That's why I have to pray for her because I personally don't feel bad for her because it's karma. So we, I need a higher power, Lord, you know, to send the resources in to help this lady because Wendy is really not that great of a person. And she's never been. Um, and until she gets well and do better and be honest about her mental situation and her uh, drug use and her alcohol use and keep it real and, and until she can come back and be honest and that's the platform that instead of using a platform an hour of you telling people how they're on crack all fucking times or spreading rumors or spreading lies, why don't you be honest and transparent about who you are? You know, if I had a drug problem and I suffered from it, I would tell y'all. If you go back to listening to my audio listeners for the podcast, you know I'm, I'm very detailed and I'm honest and transparent here on this show. Sometime um, to everyone else's, <laughs> uh, begr- you know, begrudgment. But, like, it's, I can't sit here. As I minister to you, I minister to myself. You know, when I talk about people, I'm not just talking about Wendy Williams. I'm talking about the Wendy Williams that we all know. You know what I'm saying? Who who has potential to do such great things, but substances and demons knock them off track, and they never can really get it together. And the only people who are there for them are people who aren't sincerely there for them. They're there for that check, that Wendy Williams show check. And now that her bank is froze up, like, think, let's be real for a second. If you're not convinced you need to pray for this lady, what really is good in Wendy's life. You know, her her family is not doing good. Um, her finances are not good and doing good. Her show is not doing good. Like, Wendy is not in a good place. When we have to be real about it, we need to pray for Wendy. We need to, to hold her accountable. People who know her need to hold her accountable until she can do better. And then we can pin her ass up and wound her ass up and have her talk about hot topics for an hour and talk about everybody but their mama. But until she does her work and until she's okay, we need to ignore Wendy. Stop giving her platforms to embarrass herself for the sake of conversation. But I ain't gonna lie. If Wendy wanted to talk to me, bitch, I'm winding that bitch up, having her sitting up there and... Look, I, I'm, I'm saved. I ain't no damn fool now. I'll, I'll pray for forgiveness later. You know, I ain't no damn fool. Shit. <laughs> oh, God didn't make me know. I'm far from a motherfucking fool, okay? Um, before we keep going, make sure you guys uh, tap in uh, with me. Make sure you follow that, um, smash that subscribe button. Uh Follow, ring all, hit all the motherfucking bells. You can uh, catch up and rate this podcast. Thumbs up, five stars, because I am a five star bitch in HD. You know, because I mean, I'm not. But that's okay. I'm still a bad bitch, regardless. Make sure you guys tap in with me. Um, and this is the the last hot topic. Um, and I wanted to, oh, I wanted to talk about this. LoveyScott.com, uh, Take Me Out installs infrared camera systems after Jesse Williams' new scenes leak. Okay, um, 
the Broadway theater where Jesse Williams' nude scenes were leaked um, is enhancing its security system. People can confirm that the Helen Hayes Theater, home to the Take Me Out revival, has installed a new infrared camera system facing the audience so that the venue security team can monitor any would-be phone users during the show. Uh, the update comes after an attendee illicitly recorded and posted nude footage of Williams 40 on Twitter on Monday. The same day, the Grey's Anatomy alum was nominated for a Tony Award for his role as a gay baseball player in the Richard Greenberg play. Much of the Tony Award winning piece is set in a locker room and the actress go full frontal during a shower scene. Mm. The New York Times reported that the detection system was installed Wednesday and violators may be asked to leave the theater or delete any um, superstitious footage. Peter Dean, director of production for Second Stage, said organizers were considered considering whether or not the show should be stopped if a phone is detected in a crowd. This will allow us to focus on an audience member who looks like they're doing something suspicious and assess whether they're going they're just going through a purse to get a breath mint or pulling out a phone, Dean told the paper. Second Stage Theater, who was producing the place, responded to the video leak in a Tuesday statement stressing that attendees were aware of the theater company's phone-free policy with locked phone cases at all performances for Take Me Out. It remains unclear if the offender got their phone out of the lot case or managed to sneak it in to the show. We are appalled that the policy has been violated and unauthorized footage of our actor company, um, acting company has been posted. It is deeply unfortunate that one audience member, well, one audience member chooses to disrespect the production, their, follow, their fellow audience members, and most importantly, the cast in this manner. Taking naked pictures of anyone without their consent is highly objectionable and can have several legal consequences, the statement said. Posting it on the internet is a gross and unacceptable violation of trust between the actor and audience forged in the theater community. Second Stage added that it was expecting, I'm expanding its staff to help enforce the phone policy and was working to get the posts of Williams pulled from the web. The Actors' Equity Association also denounced the audience member who defied the rules protecting the safe space of the theater setting. We condemn in the strongest possible terms the creation and distribution of photographs and videos of our members doing a nude scene. Kate Schindel, president of Actors' Equity Association, said in a statement, as actors, we regularly agree to be vulnerable on stage in order to tell difficult and challenging stories. This does not mean that we agree to have those vulnerable moments widely shared by anyone who feels like sneaking and recording device, or sneaking a recording of device into the theater. While appearing on the Watch What Happens Live Monday, Williams spoke about the situation with host Andy Cohen. When asked by Cohen about stripping down in front of an audience every night, the actor replied, everyone around me was going, are you serious? Are you sure? Nude, nude, naked? And everybody makes such a big deal. It's a body. Once you see it, you realize whatever. It's a body. I just have to not make it that big of a deal. Williams has made no further comment regarding the new leak on social media accounts. Um, it's too late now because um, it's out there. Um, and you have nothing to be ashamed of, Jesse Williams. I saw that nude. Father God. I'm sorry. See, the devil's so busy, I closed my eyes, and all I thought was Jesse right here. Like... Right here. Look, I 
have spoken candidly about like nudes and how I feel about leaks and all that. There's no way in hell that that man has sat up there, took this role, knew what it was coming from, and did not think that one day eventually we would all see it. Um, that's kind of, I feel like that's what an actor of that stature would want everyone to see his film or, I mean, his, his, his play. So you have to have it in your mind that everyone's going to see you nude eventually. And, like, I don't know what took, oh, my God. Like, it's been a while for me, too. Like, it's been a couple of weeks. And Lord knows that I'm weak in the flesh. I don't care that they have security. I don't care if they installed a RoboCop to sh- blast um, the the perps right there on, sp- on, on the scene. Just, Lord, if we can get more footage of Jesse, that would be great. You know, at anybody's sacrifice. I want to go see it. Um, I do feel like there is a... He really made a place in my heart flutter. Um, And I know it's just that I'm horny. I know it's because... But I do also know for sure that it's because Jesse got a lot going on. Um, if you've not seen it, make sure you hit the link in the description box. I'm going to try to find it somewhere. Because it needs to be seen. I don't know. what I don't care what that motherfucker is talking about. I've heard of the show. I've heard of it. I'm a thespian, a theater kid. I know the show. I know what they're talking about. And I don't give a fuck. Jesse, I think the world should see that. I think I'm glad that we did. I felt I thank you. I thank you for sharing it and being so gracious about it. Um, I I asked, you know, you to cast those infrared cameras and those so-called so-called don't let that show. Don't stop the show. Let it roll on. Let it roll on. Let us the, the, the lock should just unlock. At that 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 time, and like let everyone, all the lights should just go up. It should just go up, honey, because that's something that we need to see. The world needs to see. And I thank you, Jesse. I thank you for being a beautiful man. Um, and you know, one thing about Jesse, it turns me on. I always think about his speech at the BT Awards, and I love a man that can just stand up for what's right and social issues and social injustices. And so maybe that's why I'm just really, really hot. And I want y'all to pray for me. I want, I really do. I want y'all to, to pray for me because there's a lust on me right now. I, I don't usually go this long without having sex. So it could be that. And I want y'all to pray for me. My flesh is so weak. Jesse, oh, my flesh is so weak. And I don't, without being too crass, um, this is for Jesse. If he just somehow finds this footage in um, the haystack, you know, this is your needle. And I'm, I, I'll poke you, you know, I'll, I'll let you poke me. I'll do whatever you ask me to, Jesse Williams. Whatever you want me to. And that's from the heart. 
This is probably why y'all don't fuck with me for real. Like, this is probably... <laughs> this is why y'all don't fuck with me. For real, for real. I am... I am so serious. Jesse. You know... <sighs> That's the show. I need to go eat or I need to go do something. Lord. Oh, I'm sticky. No, I'm just like. (laughs) y'all so much and I will holler at y'all next week. Peace.